want to greet everyone in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're grateful to everyone that's here today. If you have your Bibles, let's go to the let's go to Second Corinthians, the I want to say the second chapter. Joshua, turn me up just a little. That's good, thank you. The second uh, chapter of Second Corinthians. And we are going to uh, we're going to start reading at verse nine says, for to this end also did I write that I might know the proof of you, whether ye be obedient in all things, um, to whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgave anything to whom I forgave it, for your sakes forgave I it in the person of Christ. Verse 11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us. <clears throat> for we are not ignorant of his devices does anybody see that all right so now let's go real briefly let's go to the book of ephesians and just reading a few scriptures here and then we'll get into uh what the lord want us to talk about today and uh my prayer is that our eyes will be opened uh, the sixth chapter of the book of ephesians And we're going to start reading at verse 10. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Does everybody see that? Now, that's the truth. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Look at what it says there. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Does everybody see that? Now, notice how that's worded there. The rulers of the darkness. Everybody see that? Of this world. Does everybody see against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, all of these things uh, that's listed here, look at what is, what's listed. Principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness. All of these are different. They're all different, but working for the same <laughs> devil. And so we, we just read now in, in um, the book of 2 Corinthians that God does not want us to be ignorant of the devil's devices. 
And so we, we went here because we want to see uh, his team. <laughs> he has a team. He's well organized. Does everybody understand that now? He has a team. The, 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 the rulers of darkness are not the same as the, the uh, spiritual wickedness. Does everybody understand that? Spiritual wickedness. <laughs> that, that last group there, spiritual wickedness in high places. Uh, these, are, these are religious devils. They spiritual. Does everybody understand that? Now, we have to, we have to separate th that from the rest because they're all spirits. But this calls it, the, the last group are, are called spiritual wickedness. Does everybody see that? And so if, we're, if God does not intend for us um, to be ignorant of the way the devil operates, you, you know, most believers have no idea what's going on in the spiritual realm, but yet they see the effects of it every day. And, and if we are not aware of how the devil operates and what he's doing and how his team, what the function is of each team that he has and all of these things, we're going to be praying the wrong prayers all the time. In fact, there'll be times we'll be praying when we should be standing. Does everybody understand that? Do you know Jesus never prayed for a devil to come out? He, he never prayed for a devil to come out. He told it to come out. And so there are times when we're dealing with these groups that we read here, and we're praying when we should be standing and commanding. Your prayer life is between you and God and to make sure you're standing. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? But you can't ask the devil to do a thing. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? If you come that nice, <laughs> you're going to be wasting your time. Does everybody see that? And, and so it's important that we go over these types of things because the Lord really wants us to know and he really wants us to understand what we are up against. You know, some of you have heard the recording where this sister who's a prophetess had called me some years ago and she said, uh, uh, you being a deliverer, you have to remember that you're not that that uh, you're not dealing with the person. You're dealing with the spirit. And that is one of the things I, I keep in mind. And I believe that is important for people who are in the ministry to keep those things in mind when you're dealing with people. If you don't, um, it'll be easy for you to get offended. It, it'll be easy for you to get tired of people. Now, people will wear you out with all those different personalities that they have. And that's what happened to Moses. He, he had forgot that, that he was dealing with principalities and powers. In his mind, these are God's people. God sent me to deliver them out of Egypt. And so in his mind, they're already where they need to be. Except he forgot everybody that he delivered was born in Egypt. So he was going to... So, he was going to bring the same junk out of Egypt 
into the wilderness and try to bring it into the promised land. Same stuff. Does everybody understand that? They had not been converted. And so because of that, he was having to deal with the same stuff that he would have had to deal with had he just went into Egypt and decided to stay there with those people. And so the law want us to see here. In fact, let's read verse 13. It says, wherefore, in other words, this is why we should take unto us the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in what? Notice it says that now, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, not that you pray evil days away. Yeah, there is an evil day, and you're going to have to be able to stand there. Not pray, well, God, please, I just want to get to heaven. I don't want no trouble. <laughs> God and the devil laughing. <laughs> Does everybody understand? <laughs> Because you don't know your Bible. You need to have that whole armor of God so when the evil day come, you can stand. Does everybody see that? That ye may be able, to be, be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Verse, you know, you have to keep in mind when these books were written, these epistles, there was not chapter and verse. It was all one letter. And so if you stop at a particular verse, you might miss the point. Uh, uh, Case in point, verse from verse 13 and 14. Having done all to stand, stand therefore. In other words, when you've done all you can do to stand, keep standing. Does everybody see that now? And so I believe it's important that we uh, really, really understand our enemy. And we understand how he operates in this morning. We're going to just talk about a couple of ways that he comes, a couple of ways that he operates. Now, here's my prayer. As you listen to this message today, if you feel like the Lord, I'm going to call for a prayer line when I'm done. And if you feel like the Lord is, was talking to you and you saw yourself in this, do not hesitate to come. Because we might not ever circle back to this particular devil, see? <laughs> and so do not hesitate to come uh don't you, some of you are going to be tempted in your hearts and minds to say this is not me no that's not me now if you got to go to war with god's word is you <laughs> does everybody understand <laughs> so today <laughs> I, I just want to say something just real briefly, just in case some of you weren't here when I mentioned it before, and then we'll get into, you know, we'll lead into that. Uh, some years ago, I, it, it was a, a lady that had showed interest in me, and I showed interest in her. And at some point before we could, um, we were just talking here and there. But at some point, uh, talking with her, she said, you don't want to, you don't want to mess with me. And this lady was in church, see. I, I don't know why not. You in church, you talk about God. But she said just very plainly, you don't want to mess with me. And I said, why not? She said, because I have that spirit of Delilah. And, uh, of course, I thank God, you know, thank you for getting that devil to confess. 
<laughs> I ain't never heard of the devil telling on himself, but okay. If you believe it, if you didn't have it, you have it now, you see. <laughs> and so, you, you know, we've, I think, how many of you remember we talked a little bit about this spirit? Today we're going to talk all about it, see. <laughs> the spirit of Delilah. Now, you, you have to know, you know, just about everybody and their mama have heard about the spirit of Jezebel. And, and they're really <laughs> sisters. They, they have the same agenda, but they operate differently. And to get you to understand how the spirit of Delilah operates, we're going to compare her to the spirit of Jezebel. Does everybody understand that? Now, we, we say the spirit of Delilah and the spirit of Jezebel, those were not the names of the spirits. But, you know, since we don't know what their name was, we see how they operated in these two women. And so we refer to them as that so that you'll have an idea of how it operates by referring to the woman that it was operating through, okay? That spirit of Delilah, believe it or not, is a little bit more common than the spirit of Jezebel. Jezebel is a religious spirit. Does everybody understand that? Jezebel's father, if you remember, was a high priest. Was a high priest in Ashtaroth, which is where we get our word from Easter, you see, our e word Easter. So she knew something about religion. Now, <laughs> now y'all just bear with me. I have to take my time through this. Jezebel comes from money. She comes from prestige. And so Jezebel does not have to be up front and out front. Does everybody understand that? Listen, <laughs> you, just, you just have to understand the difference. Jezebel was married to Ahab for about 40 years. They had children. They had grandchildren. They had what we would consider a functional marriage. Nowhere in the Bible do you read about Jezebel arguing with Ahab. So from people from the outside looking in, it appears that everything is okay. So because Jezebel comes from money, she comes from prestige, she's not suffering from low self-esteem. She is very well okay with sitting in the background somewhere pulling strings. She don't mind if her husband take credit for it, whatever it is he's doing. She knows who's really wielding the sword. So Jezebel is not loud, contrary to popular belief. She's not loud, she's not boisterous. She needs to maintain her look of spirituality. Does everybody understand that? She don't have any low self-esteem. Jezebel in her mind is already validated. Does everybody understand that? But Delilah, somebody tell me what her occupation was. 
she was a harlot. Now here's the thing, Jezebel, she might be sexy, but she don't use sex for power, because remember, she's a wife. She already has a man. She's not even really interested in anybody else's man. Does everybody understand that? I got the one I want, and I'm going to shake this whole nation. Now, here's the other thing. Jezebel plays checkers. Delilah plays chess. How many prophets did Jezebel have sitting at her table? So Jezebel ran by numbers. That was her mindset. I'm going to first try to convert all of the prophets of God and make them prophets of Baal. So everybody understand the difference between checkers and chess? In checkers, for, for you to win, you have to capture all of, the, of, of your opponent's pieces. That's the only way you win. Does everybody understand that? And so Jezebel was playing checkers. I'm, I either need to capture you or kill you. But that's the only way I feel like I can win is if I capture you or kill you. Does everybody understand that? So when Jezebel is operating in a church, you're going to see politics going on. Now, you have to keep in mind that the, the object is still the same. <laughs> to remove the Holy Spirit away from a church that God has started. But they just operate differently. So Jezebel, she plays politics. Her, her mission is to get people on her side. Does everybody understand that? Delilah operates differently. Delilah plays chess. Now, contrary to popular belief, how many of you played chess before? And you understand the concept. How many of you have heard the lie that the queen is the most powerful piece on the board? That's a lie. You could take somebody's queen and the, and the game is still going. Does everybody understand that? When does the game end? <laughs> so Delilah understands that. You know, I made the mistake of getting really, really good at checkers. And then I had to reprogram my mind to play chess. Because when I first started playing chess, I was conquering pieces. Let me get this out the way. Get that out the way. Let me, let me take your pawn. Let me take your queen. Let me take your rook. Let me take your bishop. But the whole object is to take the king. If you get the king, they can have the rest of the pieces on the board. That's game over. Does everybody understand that? So you see, <laughs> at a certain time, God raised up a judge named Samson. He judged Israel, I think, for about 20 years. There was an army in Israel at the time, but that, that spirit of Delilah knew, if I can get this one, this king, then I, I've got the rest of it. Does everybody understand that? And, and so here you see, if you think about Jezebel, you don't hear her and her husband talking about love. You don't hear them talking about 
anything sensual like that. But with Delilah, you see that taking place, and we're going to go look at that in a minute. It, it is very important for you to understand how those spirits operate. Does everybody understand that? Again, Jezebel, she don't necessarily operate in sex appeal. Her, her object is to get a husband, one that's in power, for her to wield power from behind the throne. Does everybody understand that? She get married and most of her, what's going to take place with her witchcraft is going to be in the home. Let me, let me conquer King Ahab. If I, if I can just get him, you know, and make him think that these are his ideas, game over, see? But Delilah don't think that way. And, and so here's how you know the difference. Again, Jezebel, one husband her whole life. One husband her whole life. I'm trying to show you how this spirit operates. <laughs> Delilah, several men. Jezebel want a good marriage. Now, don't get me wrong. She wants to run the marriage. She want to run stuff behind the scenes. <laughs> but you just have to understand how Delilah operates. And we have to compare these two to help you to, to help you to understand this. See, with Delilah, it's all about sex appeal. See, Jezebel, she don't care about sex appeal. Does everybody understand that? She don't care about dressing provocatively. That's not, you know, uh, Jezebel, she'll be one of those women, she's wearing skirts all the time and not complaining about it. She come out of the womb with a skirt on. <laughs> Jezebel got the long hair. Does everybody understand that? Jezebel is not depending on looks because she's already full of, 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 of esteem. She's already been validated. But Delilah cares about looks because her sex appeal is where her power is. Does everybody understand that? So Delilah, being a harlot, she did what we used to call in the streets. She's stuck and move. Stuck and move. Does everybody understand that? So let me explain. And I <laughs> Here's what I want you to understand. You do not have to be thinking about how the kingdom of darkness is using you for you, be, for you to be used. You don't have to have on the forefront of your mind, I'm going to find me a Samson and take his power. But I'm trying to show you how it would look to, how, how you can tell if you're dealing with that, with how it would look to you. Does everybody understand that? And, and let me just use this as an example. Again, Jezebel was married. She thrived in marriage. And, and I would venture to say she liked being married. Does everybody understand that? She, you don't read about her cheating on her husband at all. She was a, 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 a one-man woman. Does everybody understand? But to Delilah, marriage becomes boring. Does everybody understand Because Delilah, because she's a harlot, low self-esteem is there already. 
And, and you would think just naturally, so well, somebody's dressing sexy, they doing that, you know, and they, they using all that appeal because they got high self-esteem. It, but it's exactly the opposite. Low self-esteem has to be seen. Low self-esteem has to be heard. Does everybody understand that? And low self-esteem is concerned with what the man looks like. Does everybody understand what I mean when I say that now? You take a woman, you know, I, I, I can understand you're 15, you're 20, you're 25. Uh, you, you want a, a good-looking man. You want, you know, a man that's just as cute as you. But when you're 30 and 40, you are not to be concerned with how your man going to make you look. Can he keep a job? Is he going to be faithful? Okay, well, let's get married then. But because Delilah has low self-esteem, she needs a pretty man to validate her. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> She's just as vain as men can be. <laughs> Does everybody understand? So we said earlier that Delilah, she uses sex appeal. That's where her power is. Now, let's say, again, now Delilah's not really interested in church like Jezebel is. She'll go to church. She may have been raised there, whatever, but she's not really interested in church. But let's say Delilah meet a man, and that man tell her, look, if you want to re- really be serious about, you know, marrying me, you need to come to God's truth and deliverance, and we'll see what, you, what, what, you know, what manifests. So she goes, okay, I'll go to your little church, you know. So she comes here and she hear me talk about wives do what? Uh-oh. Don't want to hear that. <laughs> now, do you know why Delilah never really thrive in marriage? Even if she get married, she's not going to thrive in it? Because if she marries a true Samson, in other words, a man that's walking in the power and authority of God in his life and really trust and believe in God, then she knows I can't play the same game with him that I played with men out in the world. And so now I'm going to this church and they're telling me I have to look holy. I have to be shamefaced. I can't wear pearls and jewelry. You know, they're taking all my power away. Isn't that like God? God's going to find out whether you got the goods. Does everybody understand that? I'm going to strip all of that sex appeal away that you're using out in public. It's, It's really for your husband. But see, marriage don't mean anything to you. And so now you're in a marriage and you feel powerless because your husband's not moved. You can't sway him with your sex appeal. He stays with the word of God, regardless of how good you look. (laughs) So now marriage is boring. I don't know why I got married. Does everybody understand that? 
So then in comes the witchcraft. Let's, in fact, let's go look at that. If y'all have your Bibles, let's go to the book of Judges. Now, here's, here's, here's what I, I want to share with you. Because when somebody is dealing with that spirit of Delilah, they have sex appeal without trying to have sex appeal. Does everybody understand that? If you remember at the end of Jezebel's life, she had been walking around. I don't know if she was looking like a hag or what she was looking like. But when she found out she was about to die and leave here, what did she do? She went and put on makeup. She tried to pull on a man of God. Does everybody understand that? But see, Delilah, that's, that's her all the time. I always have to look good. Does everybody understand that? Jezebel, <laughs> she stacks her prayer at the table. Again, her thing is numbers. And politics is basically what it boiled down to. Delilah is just the opposite. I just need to find the king. I need to find the main one. Now, what is the purpose? I want to take your power. Does everybody understand that? I'm praying that everybody really understand what we're talking about concerning Delilah and Jezebel and how they function. We've gone over Jezebel before, but it's really important that you understand the spirit of Delilah. And, and so let me just share with you just real briefly what it looks like to a woman that don't know she's operating in that spirit. Delilah, again, Jezebel, she want one husband and that, that's, that satisfies her. Does everybody understand that? Delilah might get married at some point, but she's not going to be happy in that marriage because she thrives on attention. One of the main traits of Delilah, she has to have attention. Attention to her is her oxygen. Does everybody understand that? She, she don't understand being in the background of no man. Does everybody understand? So the Bible says that Delilah was a harlot. Is that right? And, and so a lot of people, you know, you know, you know, you ask, if I ask the congregation, you know, so, you know, you sisters, how many of y'all are harlots or were harlots? Ain't nobody going to raise their hand because nobody's going to admit that they took money for sex. Uh, but let me just <laughs> let's let's talk Jesus Christ talk. It has been said before time. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> if you took if you took money for sex, you were a harlot. But if you have a problem, you're married, and in your mind, your husband's got to do something for you before you give your body to him, and and y'all are married. Then what are you? If you feel like I can withhold my body from my husband in my heart, 
because I feel like I've been mistreated. He didn't compliment me. I spent all day cooking his food and, I, you know, sweating over the stove. And he didn't compliment me. And so now I'm not in the mood and I don't want to. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> I'm trying to show you the heart of a harlot. I don't care how much money you're getting. And so you see, you understand now why Delilah does not thrive in a marriage. It's, it, it, does everybody understand? It's a catch-22. She want a man with the Holy Spirit. But she don't want that Holy Spirit to talk to that man. She want to try to take the power away from him. Does everybody understand now? So how does the, how you think about now, let's just think about this. You know, and, uh, now, uh, you sisters, you got daughters. My prayers are that you will talk to your daughters about someone when they get of age, about some of the things that you've done. About some of the, the ways you've carried yourself. So that it won't be a brand new devil to them. Does everybody understand that? Because the same way you were tempted, that, that devil's coming for them to tempt them as well. So let's, let's think about how, how Jezebel... <laughs> operate i mean how delilah operates just just in everyday life I, I believe every woman uh young lady in her mind when she's 13 14 15 whatever age she's at she won't she want to be married in her mind my first is going to be my last uh, but but she she get with somebody that's not really saved whatever the case may be in her mind, well, you know, we already, you know, <laughs> we spiritually married. We said, uh, you know, he gave me a little pinky ring, a little whatever. <laughs> so, does everybody understand that? How I many of you have heard that lie? Well, God sees us as married already. <laughs> Don't fall for that. <laughs> I love you, girl, you know. So she ended up going down that road that she shouldn't go down. She gave herself away before marriage. And then that situation don't work out. That relationship don't work out. And now she has to heal, but she don't have a relationship with God to be healed. So how does she heal? Somebody mistreated me. Her first order of business is going to find somebody that's going to love her the way the first one did not love her. But is that the fix? And what happens over time after the third and fourth one, however long she go down that road, her getting in bed with people become easier and easier. And after a while, she developed this mindset. Well, men only want one thing. So you know what? I'm going to start looking out for me. And so she began to use men. Does everybody understand? I'm telling you, you know, people don't want to admit it, but this goes on. I'm going to use you to pay the light bill. I'm going to use you to pay the water bill. I'm going to have all of y'all thinking we're together, but we're not. 
And she'll have one joker that ain't doing nothing for her. <laughs> He's getting everything. The other ones are still trying and hoping. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? <laughs> After a while, she want her power back. I was very vulnerable with the first one. I'd have done anything for him. So now I want my power back. So how does what's really taking place is I'm going to take your power. I'm going to use seduction to make men weak. Does everybody understand that? And so what she does is she moves into this life of promiscuity. She, she developed, listen, that's not, that's not ladylike. She develops this mindset and this lifestyle of being able to be intimate with men without having a relationship with them. Nothing's established. We ain't talked about marriage. We ain't talked about our next date. But I can sleep with you. And I can pass by you and I could sleep with you one night and the next day see you and just speak to you as if we never did anything. Even if I see you with another woman, it ain't going to bother me because I was just looking after me to begin with. And I'm telling you, sisters, when you get to that place, you've taken on the spirit of Delilah. Does everybody understand that? Jezebel had one husband. Delilah got many. Does everybody understand that? Delilah is cold. Delilah will have men falling for her and, 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 you know, and really wanting to love her. But I already tried that. <laughs> that didn't work. I can't get all the way in. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? Now, in Delilah's, you know, well, let me say this, in, in, a, in a woman's mind, she'll be wondering, why is it, why is it I'm not married yet? I do, I, I, I give my all for a man. But her track record says different. Her track record is going from man to man, tr trying to fix her hurt. Does everybody understand that? Do you know how cold you got to be? Well, you can sleep with a man the next day, act like you, you don't really know him. Be casual. Like y'all didn't just swap spirits. <laughs> so I'm trying to show you what it looks like naturally. So there was nothing whorish about Jezebel. Does everybody understand that? Uh, she was the old lady with the knee-high stockings. <laughs> but Delilah, when you, when you tell Delilah she got to dress holy or <laughs> whatever, she's got a problem. In her heart, she knows you're stripping away the control that I have over men. 
This is the only witchcraft I got. <laughs> I'm just telling it what it is. See, Jezebel don't care. I got a man. He loved me. I love him. I'm raggedy and, and whatever, but at least I got a man. I got a husband. I'm going to work on him for the rest of my life. But see, Delilah don't do that. Delilah go from man to man. And I'm going to tell you what happened. Delilah ain't just a religious spirit. Delilah, when she gets a hold of, listen, Delilah already dealing with financial issues. She don't come for money. She already come from the wrong side of the tracks. Does everybody understand that? And so anybody who she crosses, her whole job is to conquer them. And if she will go back, if you will go back and look at their lives and the men that Delilah have slept with, all of them become powerless. They may have at one time had a mind to be responsible with their finances. But again, you, we're not just talking about spiritual power. We're just talking about just everyday power in life. That man, he loses his mind when it comes to being responsible. He knows that something have overtook him. But he can't explain it. All I know is when that one was done with me, I was not the same. Does everybody understand that? And then he wonders, what in the world is going on in this world? I, I really like that woman. But she was just able, you know, next time you see her, she's with another man. And then with another man. That's that spirit of Delilah. Does everybody see that now? In, in her mind, I done got hurt. I'm talking about in her mind now. I done got hurt. I'm going to just do me. I'm going to just take, I'm going to look after myself. But this Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Flesh and blood is thinking that. But what is the devil thinking? I'm going to use you to render men ineffective. Does everybody understand that now? <laughs> you know, I know sometimes people, they don't like this ministry because uh, they may feel well you always pick on women no we pick on spirits if you ain't got it you ain't got to worry about being picked on <laughs> if you feeling convicted you be up here when I call for it does everybody understand that <laughs> we, we have to get to the root of the matter I want you to think about something People make the mistake of saying that Samson was the strongest man to ever live. That's, that's not Bible. Adam was. Adam was. And let me prove it. The Bible makes it clear that when the devil wanted mankind to fall, who did he go to? Eve. You know why? Because Adam was stronger than the devil. Does everybody understand that? He was stronger. He could withstand the devil. 
He hadn't he didn't have a fallen body like we have where we age and we get out of shape and we all he did not have a fallen body. And on top of that, he had the Holy Spirit without measure. Now, let me let me share with you, sister, something. When you're married to a man. And that man really love you, he's putty in your hands. But you have to be very careful how you treat that. If you misuse it, God will wake him up. Does everybody understand that? A man is meant to be putty in his wife's hands. That love that he has for her, he'll do just about anything for her. But if you misuse that, God, hey, yeah, you follow me. Does everybody understand that now? (laughs) And so the devil understood that. I can't get at him because he's too strong for me. But I can get his heart. I can get his heart, how? Through his wife. That's, That's his heart. Does everybody understand that? That's his glory. That's 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 everything to him. If I can get to her, I I know she'll be able to convince him. Does everybody understand that? So Delilah understands that concept. In fact, let's let's read. Is everybody there now? The the book of Judges. Let's start reading. We're gonna in the sixteenth chapter of the book of Judges. You know, there there are women today who may say, and even women in this that's sitting here, um, they may you you may feel like you're not satisfied in marriage. You know, marriage is supposed to be the most satisfying thing to you outside of Jesus Christ. Marriage is not supposed to get old to you. But if you're dealing with that spirit of Delilah, marriage will get old to you. Does everybody understand that? Delilah needs compliments all the time. She needs attention all the time. Let me, let me share with you about Delilah. A woman that's dealing with the spirit of Delilah, she don't care about sleeping with every man. Does everybody understand that? No, that's not her M.O. She don't care about, she just want to know she's got power over you. Did you look at me in lust? Okay, well, uh, we've already slept together. Does everybody understand that? Delilah want to turn heads. She don't care about going to bed with everybody. I, I just need to turn heads. I just need to know I still got it. Got what? That spirit. <laughs> <laughs> And so now she's married to an old man, can't hardly see. (laughs) What good is she to him? 
Does everybody understand that? I need somebody young and spunky. <laughs> I don't want somebody just wanting to sit home all the time. Let's go out and get shot at. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? See, again, Delilah don't, you know, retirement is not the life for her. I got to be out and about. I got to catch other men in this web. <laughs> because Delilah knows the word. If a woman look up, if a man look upon a woman to lust after her, he has committed adultery already in his heart. That's all she needs. You just look at me and lust. Does everybody understand that? All right, so now we're going to go. Is everybody there? The 16th chapter of the book of uh, Judges. All right. Let's start reading at verse 1. And brothers, this is why it's important. This is why it's very important that we keep our bodies as the temples of God. That's not talking about what you eat. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> That's talking about fornication. You keep your bodies. Does everybody understand? L listen, here's another uh, uh, thing about th the spirit of Delilah. She needs to know that she still has it. She don't care about sleeping with every man she come across, naturally so. She just needs to know that she still has it. Does everybody understand that? Delilah will have men around her. She's the type, she, she thrives on male friends. And, and she thrives in this idea of, I know you like me. I know you want to take it further, but it ain't going no further. Her MO is, it, 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 Jesus Christ himself can come down and want to date her. But I already got you. I need, I need something, I need something to conquer. Does everybody understand that? If I do go after a man, it's going to be one who I don't think I can get. So somebody, so the end game is this. Somebody, so you, let's say, Finson, you have a, 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 a woman that's dealing with that spirit, and, and the man don't know it, and he coming, and he genuinely shows interest in her. He sends her flowers on her job. He, he lets her know, look, I, I'd like to take you out. Ain't nothing wrong with him. Nothing wrong with him. He got all his teeth. But I don't want to date you. Because I know you've already lusted after me in your heart and I already got you. I want somebody who ain't paying me no attention. Because that's the one that's, that's trying to keep his body. Does everybody understand that now? I'm trying to show you how, how it works. <laughs> I'm telling you, that spirit have come to me at different times. Everybody see that now? All right, so is everybody there? The 16th chapter of, verse, uh, of, chapter of the book of Judges, verse 1, it says, Then went Samson, then went Samson to Gaza and saw there a what? And what did he do? He had sex with her. 
Verse 2, and it was, it was told to the Gazites, saying, Samson is come hither, and they compassed him in and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city and were quiet all the night, saying, In the morning, when it is day, we shall do what? Now, let me just stop here just for a moment. Unfortunately, I was in the world before I gave my life to Christ. And, you know, I, when I say I was in the world, I was in the world. I was the world. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> Whatever the world was doing, I was doing. Does everybody understand? And I just have to share with you just the different types of women that I came across when I was in the world. I came across some good girls, who we call good girls, who really wanted something. They weren't just out there just to be out there. They, they, they wanted a, to date. They wanted to get married. You know, the, the end game was marriage, if that make any sense. When I was in the world, I avoided those because I knew marriage was spiritual and you don't, you know, you don't need to get married if you ain't, if you're not submitted to the author of marriage. I did have that kind of sense, see. But then I come across women. Now, it's unfortunate that we've moved in a place in this society where harlotry is accepted as the norm. Does everybody understand that? Now women brag about what I, you know, I, I, I can count the number of men on, one, on both hands that I've been with. It's under 10. <laughs> And, and bragging about it. Does everybody understand that? Now you think about what the mindset was. <laughs> Everybody that's out fornicating is on assignment from the devil some kind of way. It, it is an assignment from the devil. Does everybody understand that? It's all a trap. Nobody's just out sleeping around just to please their flesh. The devil has another agenda. Does everybody understand that? And men can think, oh man, I, I got all kind of women chasing after me. That's not the way you should say that. I got all kind of devils that want my life. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't think you cute because you got a hundred devils coming after you. <laughs> I think you the man. <laughs> so when I was out in the world, I saw this. You know, and, and I got caught up in it. I was out there. And I just have to be honest about it. To me, everything was coming easy. Does everybody understand what I mean when I say that? Everything was coming easy, and I knew, uh-uh. No, it's, this is something ain't right. <laughs> and I was in San Diego, laying on the side of a woman, trying to think of how I was going to get her up out of my bed and out of my house. Just thinking, oh, I barely know your name. Really didn't want you to spend the night. <laughs> so I'm telling you, I was out there. Isn't it good what God does for people? 
<laughs> I can't pretend to be that I was saved my whole life, see. I was, I, I was raggedy, you see. I, I was the one that your daddy didn't want you to be around. Does everybody understand that? And I felt bad about it. You know, and, I, you know, and I'm going to tell you this. You know, at some point, if you truly give your life to the Lord, at some point you're going to have this conversation with yourself where you are tired of you. You're going to be tired of you. You're going to know, uh-uh, this, this, you know, I could continue the rest of my life living that life. But you know what it was? There was no satisfaction in it. No satisfaction in it. And so I'm, I'm laying here and I'm thinking about how do I, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm just a, a dog. But I don't, you know, I don't even know this lady. I need to get up out of here. And I, I heard myself thinking that. And then I thought, well, this ain't right. She don't deserve to be treated this way. And, and, I, and I began to pray. And I, I wasn't saved. But I began to pray like, Lord, what has happened to me? And the Lord spoke back promptly and said, the spirit of this world is never satisfied. That's what's going to happen to you. You done got in the world. And unfortunately, you'll never be full. You'll be just like Solomon. You can have one pretty wife, uh, but it, it, without me, one pretty wife, one good wife won't be enough. You'll have 700 wives and 300 concubines, and it still won't be enough because the spirit of this world is never satisfied. But here's the issue. With those 700 wives and 300 concubines come demons for your soul. Does everybody understand that? And so the devil understand that. And it's important that we understand that. We need to raise our daughters not to get goo-goo and gaga over a little attention. What is he doing for you spiritually? Are y'all having Bible study? Is he encouraging you to go to church and, and remain in the Lord? Does everybody understand that now? <laughs> so I, I, I had that conversation with myself and the Lord spoke back. I knew I didn't want to keep going down the road I was on. You see that? I, I didn't know where it was. I, I didn't know what all the devil had planned, but I knew this. I know I can't keep doing this and go to heaven. And I know the devil is after my life. Do you know when you are born, God could have in his mind you're going to live 90 years, but if you keep living without him, you can shorten your life to 60? Not because God is shortening your life, but because of the devils that's coming into your life that you're giving room to. Does everybody understand that? And this is not just towards women, this is for women. Your, your body is sacred. You, you keep it that way. Does everybody understand that? You, you're, you can't, Jesus Christ has already paid for your body. You are not to be mad because you got a husband. <laughs> 
that's not moved by witchcraft. I, I think husbands ought to be attracted to their wives. But I'm telling you, he can be attracted. But when he see you trying to control him and wield power with it, he knows to back up from it. Does everybody understand that? Sex appeal is for your bedroom with no strings attached. Just because we're married. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? <laughs> and I'm telling you, uh, that, that, that spirit of Delilah, she gets mad, upset when anything is preached that comes against the power of her body. Does everybody understand that? You know, we, if we, you know, you can have somebody demon possessed. If, if we follow that word, the devil will flee. People, ain't, you, you ain't got the heart to get prayed for. If you follow the word with joy and with gladness, them demons will just start falling off just from you following the word. Does everybody understand that? You, you reading Titus 2 about being meek and quiet? In other words, take the background. You, you reading 1 Timothy about being shamefaced? You, you know, in other words, you ain't proud, don't have a proud look. Just, you know, if the word says that, I, I need to do that. And before you know it, you'll feel Delilah cringing. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> Let me share with you, you know, and I'm pretty sure, you know, the word that we preach here is meant to shake up spirits. That uncomfortable feeling that you're feeling, that's that spirit we're talking about now. If you're uncomfortable, it's because Delilah done been stirred up. Does everybody understand that? It's meant to be that way. That's normal. <laughs> now, the, 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 and you don't want to comfort her. <laughs> Does everybody understand? Well, I know you ain't talking, but yes, I am talking to you. That's how we get delivered. Does everybody understand that? That's how we get delivered. When we hear the word go forth, and you, you, we know when we're dealing with something because all of a sudden we get uncomfortable. Some folks get to sweating and can't wait to leave. People do all kind of stuff. They trying to hold that demon down. Like, don't you manifest. Now, you be, you be still in there. <laughs> But you know, the idea is not for God to expose people, but it's to expose the spirit. And, and you have to make up your mind, what do I want? Uh, do I want to go home with her? Do, do I, I, do I want to humble myself now? Or, or do I want to just take it home and wish I went up for prayer? Does everybody understand that now? 
All right, so let's go and keep reading now. Let's get through this. Verse 2, it says, And it was told the Gazites, saying, Samson has come hither. And they compassed him in and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city and were quiet all the night, saying, In the morning when it is day, we shall kill him. And Samson lay till midnight and arose at midnight and took the doors of the gate of the city and the two posts and went away with them, bar and all, and put them upon his shoulders and carried them up to the top of a hill that is before Hebron. And it came to pass afterward that what? He loved. Everybody see that? He loved a woman in the valley of Sorek whose name was Delilah. Does everybody see that? So Delilah, she thrives on the, the love of men. How do you know? Listen. When a woman first falls in love, she's all in. After that, it's careful love. I gotta be. I gotta make sure I'm not all in. And so, in her heart, now this is this is the gateway that Delilah enters through. I got to make sure you are all in before I am. Except I'm never gonna be all in. That's the deception. I got to make sure you're doing more for me than I'm doing for you. Except <laughs> it ain't going to never balance itself out. Because I thrive on the love. It don't, it, you don't, you're not going to read in the Bible where Delilah loved Samson. But the Bible says that Samson loved Delilah. Does everybody see that? So Delilah loves love. But giving it is, is something different. Does everybody see that? All right, let's go and keep reading. Verse 5, And the lords of the Philistines came up unto her and said unto her, Entice him. Everybody see? What does she do now? Entice him and, wherein, and see wherein his great strength lieth, and by what means we may prevail against him, that we may bind him to afflict him, and we will give thee, every one of us, 1,100 pieces of what? Silver. Everybody see that now? Now you notice, uh, so let me explain to you just how this spirit works. What it want to do is weaken a man for other demons to come and take over. Does everybody understand that? It, it want to weaken him. Does everybody see? Now, I want you to think of, of different ways. Delilah might not have good credit. Uh, just, just naturally so. She, ain't, she don't care nothing about finances. But now this, this man is in love with her. They sleep together. And now all of a sudden his finances fall apart. It, it's not the spirit of Delilah that's in the door. The spirit of Delilah is just holding the door open. The spirit of poverty comes in. Lack comes in. Generational curses comes in. Because Delilah have slept with Samson and opened up the door. Does everybody understand that now? All right, let's go ahead and keep reading. Verse 6, And Delilah said to Samson, Tell me, I pray thee, wherein thy great strength lieth. And wherewith thou mightest be bound to afflict thee. 
Everybody see that? Now, can you believe the foolishness? Tell me how I can kill you. <laughs> now that's that's when it's time to get up and run, isn't it? I can't. Uh-uh. I just got a revelation. <laughs> like the one says, I'm hearing a weight in the spirit. <laughs> But you know what the problem was? Samson loved her. This Bible makes it clear. Love covers a multitude of faults. Delilah could have asked him a, 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 a whole lot of questions that wouldn't make sense to people that are standing on the outside looking in. Does everybody understand that? But when love is there, love makes people silly. Now listen, it's meant to be silly in love together. <laughs> but when only one of you is in that room. Does everybody understand that now? All right, so let's go ahead and keep reading. Verse 7, and Samson said unto her, If they bind me with seven green wits that were never dried, then shall I be weak and be as another man. Then the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven times, uh, seven green wits, which had not been dried, and she bound him with them. Now there were men lying in wait, abiding with her in the chamber, and she said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson, and he brake the wits, as a thread of tow is broken when it toucheth the fire, so his strength was not known. And Delilah said unto Samson, Behold, thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Now tell me, I pray thee, wherewith thou mightest be bound. And he said unto her, If they bind me fast with new ropes that never were occupied or used, then shall I be weak and be as another man. Everybody see that? Delilah therefore took new ropes and bound him therewith and said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And there were liars in wait, demons. That's all you're going to find in the bedroom of Delilah. Demons in the closet. Does everybody understand that? Abiding in the chamber, and he break them from off his arms like a thread. And Delilah said unto Samson, Hitherto thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Isn't that something? Now could you imagine? You laying in this woman's bosom. You done told her a secret. And you, when you wake up, you see the secret fulfilled. And when you, and, and you being woke up to, hey, they about to get you. Why didn't dawn on him? So how did they get in the closet? Does everybody understand that? What were you doing? <laughs> You've been awake this whole time. But again, Samson loved Delilah. Does everybody see that? All right, let's go and keep reading. And Delilah said unto Samson, Hitherto thou hast mocked me, verse 13, and told me lies. Tell me wherewith thou mightest be bound and he said unto her if thou weavest the seven locks of my head with the web 
And she fastened it with the pen and said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awaked out of his sleep. Everybody see that? Because for Delilah to do what she want to do, that man's got to be asleep spiritually. And he awaked out of his sleep and went away with the pen of the beam and with the web. And she said unto him, How canst thou say, I love thee? When thine heart is not with me, thou hast mocked me these three times and hast not told me wherein thy great strength lieth. Everybody see that? Now, here's what I want you to see. You may wonder, so how does Delilah operate today? If his strength is in God, then she tries to take that God away from him. Let's not pray as much. Let's not read the Bible as much. Let's do something fun. You always serious. <laughs> Does everybody see that now? That's where his strength is. Delilah knows it. Does everybody understand that? So today, you know, Delilah asked Samson, so where's your strength at studying the word? I, I wake up every morning at 6 o'clock reading my word and I, I worship God. What's going to be her agenda? You want to go walking sometime? Let's go walk. Let's, you up at 6 o'clock, let's go do something. Does everybody understand that? She takes his strength. She finds out what his secret is, and then she takes it. Does everybody understand? And, and, and then blame it on love. Well, you don't love me. Now, why he didn't ask us? You don't love me either with men in the closet. <laughs> Every time I wake up, it's men playing pickaboo. <laughs> Now you pay attention to verse 16. And it came to pass when she pressed him, how often? She pressed him how often? You know why? Because this is the woman that don't enjoy marriage. Do you read about Jezebel pressing Ahab daily? Ain't bothering Ahab at all. <laughs> Ahab just let me do what I want to do, and I'm glad about it. But this spirit, it is a nagging spirit. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> she pressed him daily with her words and urged him, look, so that his soul was vexed unto death. Isn't that something now? I'd almost rather die than not give in to you. Isn't that something? Why didn't he just leave? He got a nagging woman. Why didn't he just leave? Because he loved her. Does everybody understand that? And love will make anything look normal. I say love will make anything look normal. A man could sock his wife in, in her nose and break it. Oh, it's okay, baby. You didn't, mean to, you didn't mean to do that. That's what love will do. Love stands for being mistreated. Does everybody understand that? So she nagged him, basically vexed him. Does everybody understand that? 
this is that control that women want. That's the reason. Listen, it's not meant for you to control your husband. It's not meant for you to control men. But when you want to control him, you fall under this spirit. That's what the control is about. I'm going to keep nagging you until I get my way. Does everybody understand that? And when he give in to you, it's the way of death. Does everybody understand that? Verse 17, that he told her all his heart and said unto her, There has not come a razor upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite unto who? See, because she's not interested in his spiritual walk. They done already slept together. I'm not interested at all in your God. Does everybody understand that? If she was interested, she'd have knew that from the jump. <laughs> Don't care at all about your God. She might have got saved. Listen, so what does a woman, what that a woman that's dealing with this, this spirit of Delilah, she's ashamed of having a man, having a husband that's spiritual when her mind is nowhere on it. So the way she comforts herself is by trying to drag him and pull him back out in the world. Because at least we'll be in the same place. She will always challenge him and his spiritual walk with God. You love God more than you love me. But she won't go to where he is. She's not going to ask, how can, I, how can I have the same zeal and the same fire that you have? Does everybody understand that? That's not going to come up. What is it? Why don't you just, you spending more time with God than you spending with me? What's the fix for that? Why don't you come on in here and let's do Bible study together? We'll, we can spend time with all two of us and God. We're all in the same room. It's a bad place to live in. <laughs> when God has to live in your prayer closet because you got a nagging wife both of y'all sitting on the corner of the rooftop you and God because <laughs> he don't want to be in there either <laughs> does everybody understand that I, to me it ain't no better relationship than husband and wife. Both of them love God the same. But when husband and wife are on one accord, one of them is going to be pulling on the other. And let me make this clear, brothers. This spirit ain't just limited to women. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> you might have not have any sex appeal to use. <laughs> It's a bad place to be in when somebody is sold out to God and they're married to somebody who they feel like, I got to halfway come back into the world for us to have a decent marriage. That's a, that ain't a marriage. Does everybody understand that? Somebody, something's going to give if folks don't get on one accord with God. Does everybody understand now? All right. Verse 18 
And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up this once, for he has showed me all his heart. Then the lord of the Philistines came up unto her and brought money in their hand, and she made him sleep upon her knees. Everybody see that? And she called for a man, and she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head, and she began to afflict him, and his strength went from him. And she said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times before and shake myself. And he was, in other words, he knew not that the Lord was departed from him. That is the end game for Delilah to get the Lord to depart from the man. Does everybody understand that? But the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass and he did grind in the prison house. Howbeit the hair of his head began to grow again after he was shaven. I'm not going to read any further. Do y'all see anything else about Delilah? That harlot done got her money and gone. Does everybody understand that? We don't know how long they were in a relationship, but we know they, they, they must have been in it for a little while for him to love her. Delilah is cold-hearted. She don't care if a million men fall in love with her. What is that to her? Does everybody understand that? She gets to the place where she don't care about the feelings of men. I don't care about what you think about me. I just care about what I can get out of you. Isn't that something now? And I'm telling you, I have watched during my life this spirit operate, and I have seen how it has broken men. Does everybody understand? Men who would want to have a, a good relationship with a woman. When Delilah is done with him, he has no confidence in the opposite sex. He has no confidence. He becomes just like her. I don't want to be in a relationship anymore either. I'm going to do the same thing you're doing. I'm going to go out and I'm going to sleep around. I'm going to take care of me. Does everybody understand? That's not the Lord's will. This is a nagging spirit. It is a spirit that won't control it is also a jealous spirit, jealous of even the relationship that the man would have with God. Does everybody see that now? It will even, and, and it will use witchcraft and ask you, do you love me? How in the world are you married, been married for years, and the devil is still bringing that thought to your mind? Do you love me? You have to know it's witchcraft following that question. <laughs> and my prayers that will understand this, that, that, that spirit, it plays chess. It, it's just after the power in the man's life. Does everybody understand? 
it want to render listen by the time Delilah is done that man that was once the strongest man spiritually so he'll turn into an effeminate man with no eyesight can't before he met her he could see way off no I see you coming devil no I know what you got planned but when Delilah get done with him he don't know where he's at anymore Listen, the Bible says, what does it say there? In verse 21, he did grind in the prison house. Does everybody understand what he was doing? He was walking in circles, pushing the grinding machine. When Delilah gets done with this man of God, he's going to be going in circles, spending all of his strength for somebody else's wealth. He's not going to have the ambition that he once had. He's just going to be glad he's breathing. All when Delilah gets done with him, all his dreams are gone. Does everybody understand that? And listen, <laughs> and just like Samson, the only hope he has. Listen, do you know Samson's ministry was supposed to be bigger than what it was? He was only judged for 20 years, but the average was 40 years. And he had to downgrade himself to dying with his enemies. Isn't that something now? We don't read one time in the Bible outside of this where a man of God wanted to die with his enemies. Did David strap a bomb to himself and go and go tackle Goliath? No, I'm going to kill Goliath and live 70 more years. <laughs> Does everybody see that now? When Delilah gets done, when that spirit gets done with a man, he forgets about his assignment. He, he forgets about all the ambition because all of his strength all of his strength is sucked out of him dealing with that nagging wife. <laughs> How can I please her? Whatever, just shut up. Just go ahead, do what you want to do. Just let me have peace. Peace is his reward for everything. <laughs> That's a bad life to live. Does everybody understand? That's not the way God intended for us to live. We're we just glad to have peace. Thank you. Are you happy today? Oh, well, thank God we had a good day. Is that the way it's supposed to be? I'm telling you, I will pack my bags and move to the corner of this rooftop top in a minute. I'm not going to be in a house with a brawling wife. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? Not as long as I see a for rent sign somewhere in the city. <laughs> you may think, well, this, that, that's not nice. That spirit ain't nice. And, and it ain't going to be happy until Samson got high blood pressure. 
it ain't going to be happy until Samson then had a heart attack or had a stroke. And that spirit will put Samson in the nursing home. Oh, it may come and visit once a week to, to look like we, I, was, I, I loved you. Does everybody understand that? <laughs> but Delilah is here to take your health. Is here to give you gray hair. Is here to make you look like you 80 when you're still 50. I'm telling you, I've seen it. I, I, I'm not just talking. I've seen this up close and personal. And you, you would think, you know, if you got a nagger man that mu much, you must not be happy. Maybe just move on. Get a man that's going to give you everything you want. But that's not, the, that's, that's not Delilah's. She's got to conquer that man. Does everybody understand that? So I, I pray that you all remember what was said now, what that spirit looked like in everyday life. It's, it's when that woman, she's gotten to the point where she can just move from man to man. She's not interested anymore in making relationships work. Does everybody understand that? She ain't going to stick it out for the long haul. She could sleep with a man one day and just wave at him the next. Oh, hey, how you doing? That's when that spirit is there. Because now you are primed to be used by the kingdom of darkness. When, when you can take your heart out of relationships. There are no relationships anymore. Does everybody understand that? All right, if, if you feel like in any measure you've dealt with that spirit, you, you come up. All right, Brother Drake, would you come up and play on the keyboard real quick? All right, I'm going to ask my wife to come up and pray for you all. Why don't you come up and pray?
Thank you, Lord. God, we thank you for your word that went forth on today. Thank you, Lord God, for exposing that spirit, Lord. Thank you. God, we thank you for another opportunity, Lord God. To stand before you humbly. To let go of the things that are meant to hold us back from you. Thank you, Lord God. For revealing these things, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, we're grateful to be able to hear your voice, Lord God. We're grateful. To have a heart to receive your word, Lord God, we're grateful. That you think enough of us, Lord God, to speak to us, Lord God, and to be personal with us. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord God for your wisdom and how you do things, Lord God, for your love. They continue to reach out to us, Lord God. We say thank you. For seeing the condition that we're in, Lord God, and not leaving us there, God, we say thank you. For rescuing us, Lord God, from the kingdom of darkness, God, we say thank you. for not allowing us to go down that path of destruction. Lord, we appreciate you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, so much for exposing those things in our life, Lord God, that's meant to destroy us. Lord, we say thank you. God, we appreciate you. Lord, we love you. And we don't want anything to get in the way, Lord God, of us serving you with our whole hearts. Today, Lord God, you expose that spirit, Lord God, that manifests itself as the spirit of Delilah. God, I thank you for every person that just in boldness and in obedience, Lord God, step forward for prayer. Thank you, Lord God, for their life. Thank you, Lord God, so much for allowing them to make it to see this day, Lord God, knowing that you would address this issue. Lord, I say thank you. Because the same way the devil have used them in different ways, Lord God, to destroy men, Lord God. The devil also intended to, de to destroy them. 
And so, Lord, I thank you for keeping them to this point. Lord, we always acknowledge, Lord God, that everything that we do, it's only by your strength, Lord God, and even coming and standing before you today, Lord God. It's only by your strength, Lord God, by your grace and your mercy. And we appreciate you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, I glorify you. I magnify your name, Lord God. I magnify your name, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I lift up my sisters to you right now, dear God. Just standing and praying on their behalf, Heavenly Father, asking, Lord God, that you will touch each and every one of them. Heavenly Father, you know the details of everything that has played out in their lives, Lord God. You know every spirit that's been attached to them, every spirit that the door was open for. God, we know the end result was not only destruction for them, but destruction for those who they've dealt with in their, in their past, Lord God, in their lives, Lord God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, that you will touch their hearts, Heavenly Father that they will have a heart and a mind to let go of that spirit, Lord God, knowing that it's not of you. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will give them the strength, Lord God, to see it the way you see it, Heavenly Father, that they will see the sin and the destruction of it, Heavenly Father, that they will have a heart and a mind, Lord God, to love the way you love, Lord God, and to love people enough to not want to destroy them and not to yield themselves over to the enemy to be used in that manner, Lord God, but to yield themselves to you, Heavenly Father, that you might use them for your glory, Lord God, and for the glory of your kingdom, Heavenly Father, that you might use them, Heavenly Father, in a way that will bring glory to your name, Heavenly Father, that you will separate them, Heavenly Father, from the things of their past, Lord God, that the enemy have called them into in the past, Lord God, but that they will no longer identify with that Heavenly Father. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you will change their hearts and their minds, Lord God, that they won't leave here the same way that they came, Lord God, and that the things that have manifested in their hearts, in their life, in their thoughts, in their actions, Heavenly Father, will no longer manifest, Lord God, but that your word, Heavenly Father, will take root in their life, Lord God, that your love will take root in their life, Heavenly Father, and that the things that you preach, Lord God, will be easy to be received, Lord God, that their instruments will be used, Lord God, as instruments of righteousness, Lord God. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will let their minds be renewed by your word, Lord God, that when they hear the things that you have placed in your word, Lord God, that you preach through your servant, Lord God, that they will receive it with gladness, Lord God, that they will receive it with joy in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will give them a renewed spirit, Heavenly Father. Let them walk in the newness of Christ, Heavenly Father. And when the enemy comes to try to take their minds off of you, Heavenly Father, that they will stand firm, Lord God, on the prayers that have already been prayed for them, Lord God, on the word that has already been spoken over their lives, Lord God, and the word that has already been preached, Lord God, that's meant to help them grow closer to you, Lord God. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will let them walk 
uh, Heavenly Father, with a, with a sober mind, Lord God, that they will be discreet, Heavenly Father, that they will take on that meek and that quiet spirit in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will help them, Lord God. Give them the strength, Lord God, to identify with who you made them, Lord God, that they will accept the nature that you have given them, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you so much, Lord God, for hearing our prayer today, Lord. I thank you so much, Heavenly Father, for lives that are being changed right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for every sister standing here right now, Lord God, that their life is being changed, Lord God, that their mind is being changed, Heavenly Father, that their heart is being changed, Lord God, that they will not continue to carry on in the manner that they have in the past, Lord God, that they will accept who you've called them to be, Lord God, that they will accept that meek and that quiet spirit, Lord God, that they will accept the modesty, Lord God, that you've closed us all with, Heavenly Father. That the true nature that you gave us from birth, Heavenly Father, that it will come forth, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ. That they will be the wife that you've called them to be, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you so much, Lord God. Now glorify your name, Heavenly Father. For what you've already done, Lord God, I thank you and I praise you for it right now in the name of Jesus. I glorify you right now, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord God, for hearing our prayers, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for touching hearts, Lord God. Thank you for changing lives, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.